Hey besties! Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. We are here to discuss Faded Throne and Heartless Sky, the last two books in the Zodiac Academy um, world before ZA8, Sorrow and Starlight come out. So consider this um, your, um, what's the word? Not your reread in case you haven't reread, but like your, um, your re- Synopsis, your wrap up. Yeah, yeah, like your recap. Your recap. Thank you. I'm like, re something. Do you have pregnancy brain or is that just me? (laughs) I have like low iron brain today, um, which is why we're recording um, virtually and not together because I just like was like, I cannot today. Um, Faded Throne, I think, is my favorite book in the series. So I'm not trying to steal that from you, but you're absolutely correct. I feel like even though it hurts a bit in the beginning because you're waiting for, I think it hurts for everyone, but I think because you and I are true Lance and Darcy lovers, yes, it hurts even more because you're like, get back together. Darcy, get over yourself. Like, let's just, let's just mend this together. It's, I mean, um, he's still in Darkmoor. So like you're yeah. getting like Orion chapters, but they're short. So you're not getting a lot of Orion content, which for me is like the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, and then, yes. And then you're getting like, I mean, again, I understand, like, where she's coming from. Like, the stubbornness of, like, once he's out, I would just be, like, like, I would be sneaking sneaking into that cottage, like, all the time if I was Darcy. I'd be, like, I mean, I'm mad at you, but I still love you. So, like, you can make it up to me while we we figure it out. Yes. And, like, I, again, because we're the reader here, so, of course, I'm going to be, like, she's being so stubborn. When in reality, like, I am also extremely stubborn. Yeah. I get why she like put off getting back together with him right away. But like the sec now that I read it again, it's almost like she just wanted to hear him admit why he did it, like what he did and why he did it for her. Just like just like we all, okay, you've been with your husband for 13 years. I've been with Tom for 10. I still legit turn around to her, like, do you still love me? Do you like me? Like you still need like the validation. So I think she just wanted some validation. Yes. And like I think that she wants the validation and her whole, I mean, like. Her whole character, right, like from book one is like I ha- she has trouble trusting people. And yeah. I think that she would have forgiven him for taking the fall if he had actually like talked to her and explained himself that first time yeah. she went to visit him instead of him just shutting her out. Like, I think exactly. he was like, I do like, I know you don't understand, but I love you. I'm doing this for you. And like, you need to like, you need to try to move on because like my life is over now because I was trying to protect you. I think yeah. she taking it better than him just being like we're done that's it you need to leave and like skedaddling get out now yeah he never gave he never gave her an explanation or any closure he just was like go he's like move on bye yeah get over it just forget about me and like go on with your life go be queen I will say though not I think did I say this already not to piggyback off you but this was definitely my favorite as well oh yeah there's just because they finally, you finally get the heirs and the girls, though both still wanting different people on the throne, actually having a common goal, which is defeating Lionel. 
and, and then in turn cleric slash shadow princess yeah and like I just I love the friendships that are growing and like we have said it before in probably the previous episodes which it's like so nice that we're now officially caught up so we don't have to pretend to like I was I thought it was so funny in the previous episodes we had to pretend like we didn't know what was going to happen so that it wasn't a spoiler <laughs> now we could just talk about everything but this but like in Faded Throne, like, this is when I started to like Seth. Like, I never yes. liked Seth. And I think this is probably... I hated him. Yeah, I think the fandom in general kind of agrees with this. Um, Is that nobody liked Seth prior to Faded Throne. And now I'm like, I love him. Um, I love him, but I still think he's just... Like, even when he's trying to get um Lance to, like go after Darcy and fight for her a bit more by sending him the pictures like it's funny but it's also just like you're such a fucking child <laughs> but like like I would like I remember reading it the first time and I was like getting so aggravated with him and I was like just leave Same. them alone like they're gonna figure it out on their own the second read through though I was like it's so fucking funny because like Lance like cannot handle it and like his no, reaction and then even Darius being like why are you doing that and Seth is like to piss him off so that he like mans up and like goes for her. And Darius like is like, okay, yeah, that's kind of funny. Like okay, he's doing it. Yeah. But um, yeah, prior to Faded Throne, I was still like a Seth hater. I think out of all the characters, like including Darcy and Tori, like every character in the story, Seth is the one who has the biggest character development out of all of them. Or at least like some redemption. Yeah, but like in like in the beginning, like he, ha- in my opinion, no redeeming qualities. No, I agree. He was awful. Yeah, even, and now like, even though Max too, like again, like I I like Seth more than Max. I think it's just because we don't get a lot of Max. I will say Max helping Tori. Yeah. When she does come back, is an extremely admirable thing that he did. And again, because he was just like Seth was always like. T- all the heirs were teen, let's get rid of the twins, but, like, them more so than not were, like, we said, yes, we're doing this, we're all in, why are we having second thoughts? We're not having second thoughts, like, why are you guys being like this? We're doing this. Yeah. Like, I think if it wasn't for the other people having consciences, or suggesting this in the first place, like, they, uh, Darcy would have had chopped hair for forever, no one would have cared, then Tori would have been dead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, and like it's left to Max and uh, Seth. And like, so like, I mean, I can go. Obviously, I feel like we always like favor like the Darcy like Lance storyline just because we're big Darcy Lance fans. But the beginning of like the book with like Tori like stuck in, like basically like she is like stuck in like yeah. this like shadow realm. Like so, this book is picks up when the school year starts so all summer tori is like under lionel's influence and she's being tortured by lionel and vard and uh lavinia um who isn't lavinia yet but she'll be lavinia by the end of faded throne um and like i think that's like that's part of it too is the way that the heirs kind of step up for darcy during that time um agreed just like supporting her and being there for her because not only does she like lose Tori, but she also like, you know, has like lost Lance Um, and Darius and Darcy's like friendship. I love, like you see a lot of that in cursed fates, um, but you see a lot more of it in faded throne. And then there's like, yeah, like Max does help Tori obviously a lot once they like, are you know, have her um, 
kind of like burn uh, the dark coercion and like the shadows out of herself. But he also helps Darcy a lot too with like the Lance things. I think it's I think it's in Fated Throne <clears throat> where he like basically says that he had to like he found her in a pile of Lance's clothes because they stopped smelling like him. And like, he had to like help her like manage all that and like get yeah. through all that. And it's, that's why like I always struggle with Max because he, he has such like redeeming qualities and he's like so nice to the girls like at this point in the story, but I still like do not care about him as a character whatsoever. No, same. It's like so very <laughs> odd. I will say though, this reread for me not that I never liked Darius, he. T- but again, like you just said, Darcy and Lance, we enjoy a bit more than the Tory and Darius. But I will say, like reading this one again, like I think he really went through this whole phase of like, wow, I really fucked up. Like I could have had something that I've always wanted. I yeah. don't. I don't ever want to be my father. Like he learns about his mom, like and how she was under all that coercion thanks to Tory helping her out, like. I just think like he, he also in this book has a tremendous amount of character development. Yeah. And like my heart actually like I'm glad though he still doesn't want to bend the knee for the, the girls. Like I think that's still a good thing that he's still on like no I want to be you know king and not you girls. Because um, that's very true to who he is and like what the storyline is. But like he really has a tremendous amount of development in this book. Yes. And it made me like, though you can't, I personally can't forgive almost killing someone, but, but I can like see a lot more now why other people are so obsessed with him. Cause like he truly does like a 180 in this book. Yeah. Like I do love Darius. Um, but like, as far as like the boys go in general, like my second favorite after Lance is Caleb. Like I've always just been like a big Caleb fan. Like I always, like when I was reading this the first time, I, like, I knew Tori was going to end up with Darius just because, like, the foreshadowing and everything. But I was, like, such a Caleb supporter. I wanted her and Caleb to be, like, endgame. Um, reading it back, I mean, knowing what I know now through all seven, like, absolutely not. But Darius is Darius is third in line as far as the men go in my heart. I would say he's number two for me. Yeah, no, I'm, like, I just, like, love I Caleb. Number two. And I think Caleb... I, I feel like he gives me it might be the vampire thing I said he gives me like Lance vibes in some ways um where like he's like more like laid back I think than all the other like guys like he's like Darius to me is just like too intense like for me personally I would like but I mean like Tori and Darius like make the most sense of course but yeah, if I was personality just, wise, you just right. gravitate more towards a Caleb. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get that. Um, I also love how we do get to kind of get more like Xavier. Again, this like to me, the first time reading it, I was like dying for this. Whereas like this time I was like happy for Xavier, glad he's out, glad he stood up to Daddy Lionel for the first time ever in his entire life. Like he had great moments. And then but I like I feel like I could like do without his chapters for the reread. Like, not for the first read. I was, like, I was eating them up. But I feel like this time around, like, it was great to see him, like, in ZA. Um, not ZA. In uh, Solarian, like, at the school. Yeah, Zodiac County. But I, like, I think I was just, like, trying to, like, just get through everything. That I was, like, okay, cool. You want a threesome. <laughs> you want Sophia. Like, let's just move on to the, to right. the other points. 
Yeah, like his chapters, like I love Xavier, but his chapters were more like fluff than had anything to do they were with fun. Plot. Um Yeah, they brought like lightness back into like a yeah. darker story. Like the lands in prison when he's like kind of like on his like quest like through the prison to like get his like dad's journal like learning how to read it and like the whole zodiac guild thing like that was a really like cool storyline and then when they're all in like i like that too when they're all in like the cemetery because they're looking for the imperial star like yeah all of that is like so cool and and then you just get like xavier povs and it's like i want to like vajazzle my my (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like i'm so happy for you but like Back to the Ooh. other stuff, please. Yeah. I mean, I love yeah. that we get our first. Um, this had me like, again, like when you, like, we always said this about like Darcy and Lance when they were first, like when the tension was there, like you almost like could scream over them just getting, getting together. When Caleb and Seth were having like their one moment that Xavier interrupted, I was like, come on, do something. Oh, no. <laughs> something happened the first time. I forgot how good it was the second time around. I know it's so good. I like. I just. I can go. I was gotta collect myself. I. I'm stuttering. I could just like keep going on and on like about everything that happened and like I was looking at my other books and the tabs that I had in them and like cursed fate. I mean faded throne had like the most tabs like, and it's it's. I think it's one of like. I think it the cliffhanger at the end of faded throne is like one of the better cliffhangers. So I'm like okay okay like. Yes, there's like the oh, what's the um the curse about? But they, you know, all of our favorites are like out and like away, and like they're they they've they've survived. Like at the end yes. of Fate, you're like, okay, everybody has survived. Um, Tori's Tori's no longer under like Lionel's control. Um, they're no longer star-crossed. Yes, we know that Darius made a deal with the stars and that he only has a year to live, but, like, it doesn't, it didn't feel, it didn't feel as, like, horrific as, like, didn't hurt. thing of cursed fates, like, with, like, Tori basically, you know, giving herself up to the shadows or, like, Shadow Princess, where, like, Lance is literally dead at the end of Shadow Princess and Tori and Darius are star-crossed. Like, even Heartless Guy, horrific ending. I was like, cursed fates, to, I mean, fate of third me, I was like, there's like some bad stuff, but I didn't feel like I wanted to die at the end of it. I agree. I was like, okay, I it almost made me more nervous because I was like, what's gonna happen in seven if we're ending on like I wouldn't say a high note, but like a all of our people are safe and happy-ish for the time being. Happy as can be. Like it was honestly like really sad though, like during. Like, so when Tor- when they bring Tori back and she's, like, still scared of Darius because all of, like, the oh. torture that she endured um, at the hands of, like, Lionel and Vard, uh, and, like, all he wants to do is see her, like, talk to her, like, make sure she's okay, and she is, like, still terrified of him. And Max has to be, like, you're only going to make it worse. Like, you kind of need to leave. And you have to leave. I know. And he still brings her coffee. It's, like, so it was it's, so infuriating. It's a good book. It is. Like, it was so infuriating, though, like, with her being, like, kind of being on, like, Marguerite and Mildred and, like, Kylie's side for a little bit. <sighs> like, they, like them thinking that, like, they won, like, pulled one over. And I just wanted to, like, fuck. I want to punch. I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm a flight, not fight kind of gal. I want to punch those girls right in the tit. Oh, same. You know what also killed me, too? Um 
when you think Darius is actually going to marry Mildred? Oh my, honestly, like. I remember being infuriated. I was like, how dare these sisters write this? <laughs> I was like, I know that he will end up not being with her at the end, like of the story in general, but I was so mad and like also so sad because like Tori and dad like when he's walking down the aisle Lionel puts Tori in like a white lace dress like really just like fuck with him and like Tori's like it's okay like I know you have to do this like I understand and she's just like it's okay which is like very untory like very untory like and then like extremely untory like (laughs) like Like, bending over on the bed, like, hey. (laughs) Gabriel, to me, is so low-key funny in these books. Like, he is always, like, fucking with them. And I do love how he turns around to Darius, because Darius is like, why would you, like, let it go this far? And he's like, dude, you almost killed my fucking sister. Like, what do you think? (laughs) Like, like he literally lists out everything he did to Tori. And he's like, no, you don't just get to, like, walk away scot-free here. Darius and and Gabriel like always have this like rivalry because of Lance and then Gabriel finds out that Tori is his sister and like it's even worse because like Lance obviously like hurt Darcy but Gabriel's like you're my nebula ally like I still love you like don't do it again but like they're still like best friends but he loves fucking with Darius even throughout Heartless Eye like he loves fucking with Darius yes it's terrific to follow along with it really it really is um we have it's, like, really funny. I brought this up, I think, in the last one, too, how, like, I just thought Dante was, like, an old man um, because I hadn't read Ruthless oh, yeah. yet. Um, but Dante helps, right? It's Dante helps them um, mm-hmm. break Catalina out. Yes. Which, like, I also love that Catalina became, like, a mother figure to Tori also. Yeah. And, like, you do hear the girls or Tori kind of reminisce on, like, is this what it's like to have someone care about you? And... Like, even to, like, give the boys, like, Xavier and Darius that also, like, they get their mom back. They had no idea. And then when you also learn that she was trying to communicate to Lance by spell, I forget what the sequence of words were, but it was spelling out help us. Exquisite, like, uh, it meant, yeah, it was, like, help us, but I forget. But, like, and then he gets so mad at himself, like, not catching on to that. Like, I would have never caught on to that either but I guess like of course like in the moment you're like motherfucker I wish I like caught on to this but it's just I don't know I really liked her I liked when her and Hamish were like cooking in the kitchen <laughs> just it was like oh, it was like such a wholesome scene no it's like so it's honestly just like it's just so sweet um what else happened in in this one uh I don't know. Like, you know, it's really funny. I was like, I was like literally recapping this by mile. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember. Okay. Like, I don't want to bring up like every single quote that I have highlighted, obviously. No, no. Um, so I'm like, okay, like what are the big things? Okay. So like the end, right? So they have to Darcy and Lance. Um, I guess it's Christmas. It has to be Christmas. I think so. Anyway, so they go, um, to Lance's mother's house so that they can look in the woods to find um, Diego's hat. And they end up, like, setting off whatever the, like, war. Yes. So Stella and it's, like, Stella and then, like, Diego's mother and uncle, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Lavinia, obviously, show up. Um, 
And Lance at this point still has the shadows in him. So they they find the hat, but Lavinia is like forcing Lance to like stab Darcy. Yeah. And like Darcy is just like, I'm not gonna fight back. Like she's like, I can't hurt him. Like she fights back like a yeah. little bit. Like she would rather let him kill her than like and actually hurt him. Actually hurt him. Um yeah. and that's kind of like the roles are reversed at the end of Heartless Sky, obviously, which we'll get to, but um she ends up burning the shadows out of him and they escape and they get to Gabriel's house and like they're finally kind of like a little bit working things out because they have no other choice at that point, right? He's like he's like afraid to like be near her, but like he needs to like check on her and make sure that she's okay. But he like is like so upset with himself that he like almost killed her. Um, and then somehow, like, I don't know how they're tracked. I don't remember it being, like, stated how Lionel and Lavinia find them at Gabriel's house. But, like, they're, like, kissing. Like, shit's about to go down. And, and, like, as a fan, you're like, yes, finally. And then, like, half the house is, like, blown to bits. And they're basically uh, taken by taken. Uh, by Lionel, whatever. And then you get, like the like, when they're in the dungeons and she wakes up and there's just like a little hole, like in the wall where they can kind of see each other. And he's like, no matter what, he's basically like, I will love you forever. Like whether it's in this life or my next life, like you are basically it for me. And she like wants to tell him that. So he says, I love you, but I loved you then. I love you now. I'll love you tomorrow. Even if I'm no longer on this earth, no time exists where I won't love you. And she like goes to say, I love you to him as well but he's taken by the guards at that point and then hell breaks loose because that's then when they go and they're like fighting the nymphs and it's just the two of them and they're like okay like basically they're like we're we're gonna die together but if we're gonna die it may as well be together and then the heirs come and all the rebels like the rats like hamish is like leading the way dante's there um all the ruthless boys i believe are there not not by name but if you've read ruthless boys you understand you know um, yeah. and you have like Caleb I think it's Caleb and Max that are fighting Tori because one of them is trying to distract yeah. her while the other one goes for Lionel um and then Darius at this point is with Gabriel and they're he's breaking he's well, making- Gabriel says because it's again like a moment like Gabriel's like okay if you don't come with me right now one of my sisters will die yeah he's like one or both of them is gonna die if you yeah. don't come so, with me right now. yeah like you have to come with me and like in typical, Again, like I feel like I would be this yeah. way, but like in typical Darius fashion, he's like, no, I have to go to Tori. And Gabriel's like, you're wasting fucking time. We have to go now, or everyone's basically gonna die. And he's like, no, I have to go. And Gabriel's like, I will fucking knock you out to get you to I come. I will drag me. you there. Yeah, but again, like great Admiral moment for Darius, where he basically says, I'll give up my life. I'll have myself. I'll I'll be given a year. Just to like be able to be with Tori. Yeah. I guess a year's better Which than Which was like just such a great moment. A year's and... better than nothing, but I but that can't be it. <laughs> no. I I truly do not believe that Darius is like actually like I know he's dead. I don't believe he's staying dead. Agreed. Like it's just I've I've read enough of the sisters' books and series now at this point. They all end happily ever after and they all like and I you know what I like about them too I don't mean to cut you off also I was no. kind of following along with the um I was pulling up the Facebook group chat 
a couple of people were kind of like chiming. They were like, we don't know if we can continue until we hear about book eight because of Orion being held captive and the potential of being sexually assaulted. We could have had that already with uh, Tori, with Lionel in book six. Yeah. Lionel makes her take her clothes off. I mean, I understand he's checking to make sure like there's nothing on her, but I'm sorry, but like our minds, I think, or at least my mind goes automatically. It's like, what the fuck is he about to do to her? Um, it well, could have happened the whole time. And then again, in all the other series, there's been moments where the female main characters have been captive and taken. I, I just don't see the sisters doing that. No, there has, there have been in other books, in other books of theirs, where yeah, yeah. it looked like the person was going to be raped and they weren't. They were like rescued in time or they got away in time. And I don't think that they would do anything to Lance that would like really fit. Like even with Darius, like, like I am just like not worried about Darius. Like I just know he's coming back at some point. I don't know how they're going to bring him back, but like, I just, he's coming back. I'm with you. I was like last year after I read, um, heartless guy, it was the first, like Zodiac were the first books that I ever read by them. And I was like a big, I was like, if they do something where like Lance is being like assaulted and raped, yeah, I will not be okay with that. Um, but now having read a lot of their stories, I think that it might yeah. be like close. I don't think it's going to happen. And I think because he is mates with Darcy and I don't want to spoil anything else, but in another like book, there's like a mate situation and, uh, we want you to maybe have sex with somebody who's not your mate. And it's, like, physically impossible for somebody who's mated to, like, have sex with somebody who's not their mate. Um, exactly. So I don't think, like, I, I think that, like, he, I, I just don't see that happening. And I think, like, they basically, I think that, like, the sisters, like, put the emphasis on Lavinia being, like, maybe I'll use your body sexually as, like, to, like, just to upset us as fans. But I don't. Foresee that. I think that the sisters also love these characters and they don't want like really bad things. Like they don't want to see that yeah. happen to their characters either. And I know they like to fuck with us, but like, I think that at the end of the day, like I said, like it's a romance. These are romances. I think that there will be other ways that they can really fuck with Lance that will upset the characters. That isn't him being sexually assaulted. And Agreed. like I said, with the Lionel Tory thing, like he could have very like, he could have very easily been with her where very easily like not even i i don't even want to call it rape at that point because when she i mean it it would be because she wouldn't be in the right state of mind but when she succumbs to the shadows and she's his guardian she like wants kind of almost like wants to have like a physical relationship with him like she like says sometimes that she gets like jealous of him with um Mm -hmm. yeah with lavinia and uh or whatever i guess or uh, Clara at that point but um and he can like very easily take advantage of that knowing that the guardian bond makes you kind of like sexually attracted to the person you're guarding and knowing that it would have destroyed Dar like Lionel exactly. would have destroyed that would be the ultimate icing on the and, cake and like and if this was real life Lionel would have crossed that crossed that line yeah but the sisters didn't write it because it would have been too fucked up so that's why that's why I'm like holding out like hope. Like I don't think Same. that I think like Darcy will have to like watch Lance be tortured or like Lance will have to do things that like 
he's not proud of, but I don't think that it'll cross a sexual line. I agree. I could see Lavinia trying to, and like his dick just staying flaccid. <laughs> yeah, they're twisted, but I don't think they're that level of twisted. Right. Not that, not and like not saying that any author who writes it is twisted, but I just mean in this instance, I just don't think it's. Sorry, poor choice of words of using the word twisted there, I guess. But like, I just don't see them writing this for their storyline. I yeah. don't see how it would potentially fit. No, and like. Like I said, like all their stories end happily ever after. Yeah. Everyone ends up okay in the end, even though a lot of these situations seem like dire and like horrible. And you're like, how are they going to come back from this? So like, I know that we're going to have a lot of pain and like, it's going to be like angsty. Oh. There's going to be like a lot of horrible things that happen. But I think at the end of everything, at the end of the ninth book, when the story is over, everyone who's supposed to be together we'll be together everyone will be happy I'm really like not worried about at least the core four dying and I really can't see them killing like they love their characters probably more than we do and I can't think of a character in any of their other books that has been like a main character that has died agreed like I can't think of anybody that that I've like been like I think they just have a, they know how to write to torture us in other ways. Like even watching Bridget Porto's TikToks, like they're hitting hard right off the bat. But like we expect that. Um, but again, I just think with what we've been seeing from this series alone and other series of theirs, they just know how to write to really cause some serious emotional turmoil. Yeah. Like even though I'm give not- you the happy ending in the end. Yeah, like, even though I'm like, oh, I'm not worried. I, I, I'm i not worried about anybody. Because I yeah, know, the worried, but... know that I'm going to be here, like, sweating, shaking, like, stick to my stomach over what they're going to have to go through for me to get to the happy ending. But, um, like, I'm not looking forward to the ride to get there. I just know that at the end, oh, hell no. it'll be happy. <laughs> we will be okay. Yeah. So that's that's my rant for, um, I'm, like I said, not too worried. Um. But yeah, so then we go into Heartless Sky, and we enter the borough, and I remember reading this last year, and I was, like, I didn't, I didn't trust anybody, because the prophecy at the end of Faded Throne with, like, the man with the painted smile, I was like, that could be anybody. So, like, literally, I was like, I don't trust Xavier, I was like, I don't trust Hamish, like, I didn't trust a single soul this book besides but i think that's like one of the big points we were texting about a lot with this book was like i just we both didn't trust a single human and again at this point you when you've been through this whole series you've learned to like not trust no a lot of people or things or you know what's happening yeah. you know i thought was very interesting two percent into this book two percent do you tori and darcy vega swear upon the stars to never reveal the location of this place to Lionel Acrux or any of his loyal followers and never speak of anyone you see here in its depths. And do you also swear to never grievously harm or kill a single person here in the boroughs? Technically, Darcy didn't. The, the shadow piece. The shadows did. Like, I don't believe in my, like, when she, and like when you get to the end of Heartless Sky, when she's in her Shadow Beast form, she is not Darcy. Has no recollection of anything. No. Like, so I'm like curious, like that, okay, so we, 
we'll get to the end, but there's so much that needs to happen in book eight for us to get to a point at the, by the end that like they can really finish this series at the end of nine. Like I get why they couldn't finish after like, unless I agree. I, and, and we know that we're getting, you know what it is? It's not even just the, the plot itself. It's the fact that you get all these different POVs. Yes. Because I think that there's like going to be a lot of excess POVs. Um, and I get in the, so I, we've heard um, that there will be a lot of like ruthless boy POVs or there will be some ruthless boy POVs. Yes. Um, and I understand it. And I don't want to give Ruthless Boy spoilers, so I won't say much about the series, but I understand why we will get them in the beginning because of, I mean, right now we only know Tori is okay and Gabriel's taken. So it makes sense that his friends and his family would be the ones that are fighting for him. And like the heirs are all connected to the, so I'm like, we can't, I feel like the POVs in the beginning like we're not going to get a Darius POV probably for a little bit until we figure out what's going on with him. We're going to we'll get Darcy's POV and a Tory POV. Darcy's in Shadow Beast form, so we'll probably only get like a short POV from her. Yeah. And again, all the heirs are connected to the Rift, so like it can't just be like Tory for half the book, right? Like we need other other people. people. But I just hope that it's not. I hope that we at least get some people like saved early on. Like, I think the, the Lance and Darcy thing, I think, is going to take the longest. Because, like, the three moon cycles and Lavinia and Lance, like, can't break the pact or they'll die. So, like, you know Lavinia is not going to break the pact. And, like, if Lance doesn't, he's dead. So, like, the exactly. three moon cycles, I feel like, is going to take a long time. It might be, like, it, I think it's going to take a, a I long I mean, time. even when Tori, um, they break her out of the shadows. It was a decent amount of time. I think it was only like 35, 30 to 35% into the well, book that she was, was finally free. It was like almost 300 pages, though. It was like 270 pages. Yeah, be mindful of like how long the book is. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> because like 30% right, of it is like, like that. Heartless Sky is massive. Sorrow and Starlight is longer. So like 30% of Sorrow, like that could be like 400 pages. But again, if you think about it, when you're getting all these different POVs, it doesn't, it's it's long, but it doesn't seem like as long because you're looking yeah. at different things from a different perspective. I'm trying to like give myself grace here. Um, I also was laughing at my highlights because I went on a tangent with Geraldine Gruss. <laughs> Everything that she's put out in Heartless Sky, I was highlighting. I guess I needed some light area, light and airiness. Thing though, with well, Mar- chestnuts in my nutsack. I am simply over the moon that you two are back together. <laughs> the thing with Heartless Sky is that until ninety percent, nothing horrible happens. Like it is, Heartless Sky was such a good time. It was a ride. Actually, time. like nothing happened a lot until like the girls went with um, the Phoenix lady. Thank you. Um, but I feel like a lot of it was just, like, enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, like, things happened, but it didn't, like, it was, it didn't move the plot. Like, yeah, this guy did not move the plot forward whatsoever until the end. Like, um, I mean, you get, like, a lot of, like, relationship things. So you get Xavier yes. becoming the Dom and him and Tyler hooking up and then, you know, 
uh, Sophia like joining in and now they're a throuple, which great. You get um, the Caleb and Seth peace sign moment. Um, you get a lot of Darius and Tori just being like being together and being in love and being happy, which they deserved. Uh, same totally. thing. Same thing with Lance and Darcy. You get a lot of them just like being in love and together. And then you get sprinkles of the curse. So like they mentioned it a little bit in the beginning and she's like, I think I burnt it out. She's like, I don't, you know, the mark's not on me anymore. It must be gone. When I read that, I was like, you dumb bitch. Like, it is dumb idiot. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> and then she like keeps getting tired and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because you're still cursed. Like, I didn't know what the curse was, but whatever. And then when they go to close the rift at the temple and she like blasts Tori away and she falls from the sky um, because her power is like gone. Um, yeah. That's when like, Lance is like, uh, all right, like, I guess we should go figure out what this curse is. So um, that whole scene is funny, though. So Tori is like MIA. They all like starred us back to the um, friggin' what's it called? The burrow. The burrow. Thank you. I was like the hollows. I was like thinking like uh, Harry Potter. Um, so they all started us back to I mean, the burrow is Harry Potter also. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the hallows, the deathly hallows. I don't know why in my head I was like, whatever. So. Um, so they all go back and Gabriel like runs into the room and just starts like hitting Darius in the head with like a stone to like put him to sleep. And they're like, Gabriel's like, like lost his shit. And then they like, he's like, no, cause Darius was going to try to leave to go get find Tori and like he would have died. And then they have to do it to Darcy too. And then Lance and Gabriel lock Darius and Darcy in the room basically being like we cannot let you leave she'll be back soon but if you go you'll both you die. die and that's when tori finds she like finds like another one of um those visions from her mother mm-hmm. and she sees a lot of i guess like lavinia back in like the day and like the other phoenix queens um and she gets the little hydra charm which i feel like is yep. like going to come back something yeah um but then, like, all right, so whatever. So then Lance and Darcy finally go to the library. And they, um, one of the, like, so, like, they're reading the one book, and it mentions a shadow beast, which, like, I missed the first time around because I, I didn't know what to look out for. Um, but the second read-through, they mention a shadow beast, and they're like, oh, it's not that. And they kind of, so I'm hoping that Lance is like, oh, my God, because he's he's a smart little cookie neck, that boy. He's like, at the library, when we were reading through the Phoenix things, Shadow Beast was mentioned. And that, like, he can go and hopefully, that has to come back around. Something will come back around. I also, okay, as you guys know, I don't theorize very well in books. I don't, like, like, predict things. I called that Darcy was a Shadow Beast, and I was very proud of myself. You did. You texted me, you're like, I think Darcy's a Shadow Beast. And I was like, okay, same. Because I was ahead of you, so I was like, I'm not going to. You were. You yeah I know you're I mean so we both called it but yeah like I but like, no, I, but, but, like but you always like you kind of hit the nail on the head with a lot of these things because you just think like analytically like that like I never do so the fact that I said that and you're like yes I think so too I'm like oh, yes <laughs> no but I always like think things like and then they're way off base so I was like I just like you're thinking of things I'm like I'm just like reading <laughs> like that's like all my focus is I just like <sighs> I also think um. I thought it was like a very interesting, I shouldn't say it's interesting. So Washer always has like his moments in the other books, right? Like he was kind of subtle, this book, but he's there. Like you do learn. And I think, I think it's, I forget what book that we learned that he's 
an actual Vega supporter. So I'd be curious to see if he like does anything in book eight. Like every yeah, everyone thinks that he's the man with the painted smile that like we shouldn't trust, but I don't think it's him at all. I think it's him. I think he's mostly there to just be like creepy and like kind of like comedic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like I don't think I wanna know what's up with Justin. Like some like I think he's a little weird and fishy. I also think it's beyond tragic that Hamish and Catalina decided to to make sure that she stays free. I mean, I hope that, like, everybody who dies, like, they don't find ways to bring back. Like, it was sad when Hamish and Catalina killed themselves, like, to help, like, save everybody else. But, like, I'm not, I'm also not sold on both of them being dead. I don't know. Same. And, like, I I maybe think I should be because, like, they, like, you, like, they were seen and everything like that. But, like, I don't know. Like, something doesn't, like, and like fully right with me like is there something else that they're, like are they gonna like pull a plot t- like twist like in the in book eight and they're actually back like i don't know like, we know that they can um like gabriel what like i don't know why i can't i like literally cannot think straight but we know that they can illusions like right like gabriel was mildred nobody nobody questioned nobody. Like, whatever uh could they have could it have been like them like creating like an illusion that they're killing themselves like you know what i mean I don't, yeah. it's not like Lionel took the bodies, like. Exactly. Because well, Lionel did find out that Catalina was alive. Yeah. So, yeah, like, did you cast an illusion? Yeah, to throw everyone off? And, like, the Hame, I think if it was just Catalina, it'd be like, she's probably dead. But the fact that Hamish did it with her, and I know that they had a bond, and, like, they were really coming together, and, like, she found love, which I was so happy for. But it just seemed like, there's something more come with that. But again, we could be off our marks with that. We could be way off our marks. Um, so like this was foreshadowing, which you obviously don't realize until the end. But um, but it's like when they're talking about the curse and Lance says, I'll sell, I will sell my soul to save you. Um, yes. <laughs> like basically like I didn't want him to pay any like any price for me. He'd already given up his whole world for me and I wouldn't let him do it again. And she says, no, we'll figure it out together. And, like, obviously at the end, he sells his soul as a way to hopefully, like, break her of this curse. But I do think that the two of them, like, are going to somehow work together to... I wonder if, like, her beast form can help. Like, can she be... Can it be be controlled? Can Can she be tamed? Darcy has always been the more um mentally strong of the sisters yes and she was the first one who figured out how to burn the shadows out with her phoenix fire and like i feel like she's i don't want to say she's smarter but i feel like she's like maybe like more i think she's more open-minded whereas like tori is so stubborn because like when when you get so wrapped up in something you it's one track mind Mm -hmm. and i think tori is very one track minded at times And at the end, when Lance is, like, projecting and, like, creating the illusion of, like, all their memories together and then, like, the hope he has for their future and, like, them together, like, with children and, like, he's – and she, like – she's in beast form, but she comes too. She's, like, okay. And, like, she, like, comes back and she's mortal at this point. Um, And so she – like, I just – I feel like she's right now – 
she's not strong enough to fight it because she's like so overwhelmed like with like the, the fact that she was hurting people yeah like she killed and, people but I think that like when it comes down to like when it comes down to it I think that she would be I think she's strong enough to be able to find a way to break through it and I think that if she's in beast form and she sees like because every time she sees land she's like even when she's in the beast form in her POV she says things like I know I recognize him and I don't know why and then Lavinia's yeah kill him kill him i feel like she'll see something bad happening to him and like it'll like her inner darcy will take over i hope so i also i think we were talking about this with mary at your house the one day um or maybe it was just me and you i can't remember but when you are i don't want to say the word banished if you're um lance like what yeah thank you we were kind of thinking like power shame means like you were like legit like stripped of your power or like literally through you couldn't reside in Solaria again. You were a complete outcast. Like you were completely shunned from like a certain like area. Like yeah. the fact that Lance was literally just like they couldn't like stand the smell or sight of him. Like I found that like so petty. It also like bothered me too that like Hamish and like Geraldine, like all these characters that have always been Team Vega were so like nauseous over him. I know. But the minute they found out they were Elysian maids, it was like, oh, okay, never mind. I was like, wait, like, what? It was, like, so infuriating, especially because, like, especially with Geraldine, because Geraldine is, one, a huge supporter, and, like, two, she knew from, like, from the beginning. Yeah. Like, from, you know, his... From when it was all found out, yeah. Like, that he wasn't, like, that him and Darcy were in love and that he did in dark world. Like she knew the real story and like, and they, I think Gabriel says it. I think it's Gabriel's POV maybe in heartless guy. One of them is like his power shaming doesn't bother me because I'm a very powerful fae. And like, I know the truth. So I just don't under, I, I mean, I think it was just to be funny, honestly, like Geraldine's reaction, but it doesn't really fit the plot in my opinion on her being like, so disgusted by yeah. him at times and then like other times kind of just like being okay with him too I don't know and then it's yeah, one I agree made everybody's like his best friend again exactly but that was like it makes no sense when I was reading this last year I stopped reading after that chapter like I like took like I was like I'm going to bed because I I knew the minute they became mates that it was only going to go downhill from there yes and I was like, I cut it off. I was like, I'm done here. And I went to bed. <laughs> We're going to end on a high note and go to sleep happy and not want to kill ourselves. In, in, in the book right here, this is when they become mates. I put an asterisk and I says, in an alternate reality, the book ends here. and We all live happily ever after. <laughs> because, we have no closure with anything else, but no, we're happy. happy. Yes. Like they get rescued from the FIB center and they get their party and the book ends and the story's over and everybody is just happy. You know, it's funny like this time around too, because when we read book seven, we had just gotten into like book talk, bookstagram, all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like my highlights weren't bad, but they could have been better. Like I'm excited for this time because I feel like, I mean, I'm going to order the physical copy because I need the physical copy, Yes. but I'm going to highlight because it'll come in on the Kindle first. Yeah. You need to put it on your bookshelf. And, also, like, like, and then I'll go back in and tab things. Like, this is book seven. I would have not been able to read. Like, I don't think I would. No. Like, book eight is going to be even smaller. Time. 
and thicker. So I feel like I'm you're like you have to read it on the Kindle unless you just don't care about your health and well-being. You're literally gonna walk around like this, <laughs> like your wrist just snapped. Yeah. <laughs> your fingers will be crumpled. Your eyesight will be gone. Yeah, no, like it would. I would. Ha- I already have a stress headache thinking about it. So, um, but we get Darius and Tori's wedding. Yeah. They only okay. So I mean, I'm happy that they get married, but they really only. She only really agrees to it because that's she finds out that like this is when they all finally like, had yeah that he like only has. I think at this point it's like only like a month or something. Like he does not tell them for like the longest time, and then I I think it's like. They get, like, Darcy gets, like, not Darcy, Tori gets, like, mad because she's, like, why didn't you say anything sooner? We literally have, like, a month left. Yeah. Or, like, two, maybe, like, two months left. Like, it's, but it's not much time. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it has to be, again, it probably, I feel like when I was reading this first time, like, I was, like, oh, okay, it's October. But Lance's birthday's in October, and I don't think they mentioned his birthday. So, like, maybe it's. Maybe like, it was, like, a September or something or yeah. even August. Because the, the uh, girls missed their birthday in in June. Yes. They're at the Palace of Flames. I'm sure if I think if I think hard enough about it, I think I have it like notes from like last year in my phone somewhere, but I'm not gonna do that with you guys. Um, but as soon as the wedding happens, they're like, okay, we're a council meeting, and that's when, like, before they can even have the meeting, I think is when Caleb is like, oh, I got this like note from my mom. Like, yeah, well, everyone's in trouble. Our families have been taken, which is a diversion to get the heirs away from the borough. Also, like, it was a red flag. Like, I even picked that up. No problem. <laughs> um, And all of the celestial heir, the council members, sorry. And I believe all of their, like, siblings are connected to the rift and they're feeding their powerful blood into the rift to keep the shadow realm open. Yep. And then that's when Lavinia and Lionel attack the borough. Um, yes. I lost it again. So at that point, I think it's just the heirs that are at a crux banner. Um, or are they at, they're at the Orions, right? Because isn't Stella there? And Stella, I think Stella's going to take a turn for the good. I think so too. I think Stella's going to do something to right some of her wrongs, per se. I mean, I think like I think she will probably end up sacrificing herself to save Lance as like her like one shining moment. I agree. Like her last ditch effort. Like she never really cared about him. So it's like, okay, wait. So I just, I found that like another post that was helpful. Yeah. So Darius runs away. Darcy runs away as a beast. Orion is taken by Lavinia. Gabriel is taken by Lionel. We'll have to talk about that in a minute. Geraldine mm-hmm. and Xavier are, Xavier are bad, badly injured. Catalina Hamish and Angelica are across the veil. Darius unknown <laughs> um and then yes max caleb seth um they are being fed to the rift as are the councils and their siblings but someone brought something up and i thought this was interesting too i don't think i remember melinda altair being mentioned by name at the altar which no. i thought was interesting and like i don't think that she would betray again like we also have to remember that lionel can dark horse any of them anybody yeah. So even like the man with the painted smile that like is close to your side that you can't trust, they might not even mean to be betraying the, the like the rebels. They can exactly. literally they're just and like being controlled. Yeah. And they are at the so okay they're at the Acrux Manor. 
Okay. That's what I thought. But I remember like, I remember the heirs running into Stella and like, I like believe like she like wanted to help them. I um, really do think Stella's going to do something. Like you said, like a last ditch effort. Like she, she just like, lost her daughter. Like she yeah. lost Lionel essentially. So. Right. Like she basically says that she's like, I lost my husband and my daughter. And basically I've lost my son because I'm, I'm I suck. Uh, yeah. And then, and then we get like what Xavier's wings are. Like Lionel rips his wings off. Yep. And apparently you can't grow those back. Nope. Which like in my head that means that he can't be the Dom anymore of the pack. So like, how are we gonna get him his wings back? I don't know. Something's gotta happen. I just like refuse to believe that like all this bad stuff like that like doesn't get corrected. (laughs) Like something has to happen to correct some things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like okay because even if he can't be the Dom anymore, I feel like. I feel like I also remember reading something about how if you do lose, like, your wings, like, you're kind of, like, essentially, like, you you just die, like, eventually. Because you're just so upset, too, that, like, you yeah. don't have your full form. And I think that as a Pegasus, he needs to be able to, like, fly through rainbows. Yes. <laughs> charge his power. So, like. Yeah. So, like, you're fucked. <laughs> so, something has to happen with Xavier. Um, um, and then, so, when Lance is trying to bring like Darcy out of the beast form when he's like showing her all of the memories or whatever. And like a meteor like falls from the sky. Yes. There has been a lot of theories that people think that that is Darius like being like reborn. Yes. Um, one because of the pact that he made with the stars. It says that he has like a year to be able to prove himself. Um, and he's not given the full year. And right before he dies, he says, like, she is my queen. Like, I will kneel for her. So, like, because he finally, like, got over the stubbornness, does that mean that, like, he fulfilled his pact with the stars? Like, he finally proved himself worthy. So they are, like, giving him his life back. But I feel like the meteor, and, like, Lance says to Darcy, like, meet me, like, where the meteor falls, like, the next day. And I just feel like, Darcy's going to be there and like Darius is going to like, she's going to, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're going to see. Right. But like that has to symbolize something. It has to symbolize something. And also we have, I also think like Lionel taking Gabriel, it's going to be bad, but not as bad maybe because I think he's going to be able to like sit as this, the all seer whatever. And like, actually help like almost like pull one over on Lionel per se I just okay so Lionel doesn't know that Gabriel has the phoenix ring so I feel like Lionel's gonna try to dark horse Gabriel Gabriel's gonna pretend like the dark horse and takes hold yes and he's gonna be like you have to tell me every like all your visions and Gabriel can like fuck with him and like give him like false information or only tell him like things that aren't really gonna like turn the tide at all but Gabriel is now gonna be like, he's going to have access to the Royal Seer chair, which is, like, going to make him, like, yeah. all-powerful. And I actually see things. Um, so, like, I don't think it's a bad thing that Gabriel got taken. Like, it's scary because, like, we love him, but I don't yeah. think it's bad. I think so, too. Um, I'm actually not as worried about Gabriel, about, like, other characters. Also, a hound will bay for vengeance where the rift drinks deep. Um, again, I'm just kind of going off of like a Facebook group. because I think it's like interesting to read other people's thoughts and opinions, but Seth's mom will sacrifice to save the rest of them. I'd be kind of curious about that. Yeah. I mean, everyone says the hound will bay 
being um, Geraldine. Uh, yeah. Which like, I could see that too because Max is there. Okay. Her little slippery salmon. And Mildred killed Angelica. So like she has to like, you know, get vengeance there. And like technically she's more of a hound than like a wolf is. Yes. But I think that like I think that it could go either way. Like it, I don't think it has to be super like literal, you know. I agree. Um, sorry, I'm like reading my notes. It's like really. I know. Fun. I'm trying to. I'm I'm on two. I have my iPad over here and then my phone. She's not looking. At like okay. Also the also the shadow um baby. Okay. Yes. That baby's not dead. That was too no, easy. No, and they they all say that seemed too easy. Yes. But they still have Which the eye. Really they still have Vard shadow eye. Oh yeah, they do. I know. So like they have like I I don't know who they like kill first. Like, is is this like do they kill Lionel and then it's like mostly like just like a fight with like Lavinia and the shadows? Yeah. Because it keeps coming up, like, keep the broken promise, keep the broken promise. And, like, that's more of, like, a Lavinia thing. I feel like if they could kill Lionel in this book and, then like, the next book is, like, all about, like, the fight with, like, Lavinia and the shadows. They also mentioned that that there's, like, a secret, like, nymph village where, like, they all, like, live in peace. So I feel like yeah. that has to come, like, there's all these, like... Play. There's a lot that needs to come into play. And I think you and I said this. Maybe it was, it could have been recent. It could have been right after we read this book. I don't think Lionel is our big bad, he's a big bad enemy, but he's not the biggest bad enemy anymore. It's Lavinia. No, because Lionel, Lionel like comes very close to death a lot. He's really not, he's only the strongest fan in Solaria because he has Lavinia and the shadows on his yeah, side. Like Darius almost killed him if Clara didn't step in. Darius, like that is. My big like Darius like wants to have that like dialogue where he's like, see dad, I'm stronger than you were. It's like just kill him. Yeah. Like you don't need to talk to the person before you murder them. I think it's gonna be I don't think he will be the one to kill him though. It's like it's like Game of Thrones. What's her face kills. Yeah, but that was because the writers just like went off script. I know. But like still, like <laughs> I mean I think it's like Lori should be the one to kill Lionel, honestly, because like, I think it'd be, like, her, like, vengeance, like, for Darius and, like, for herself. And I think it would just be, like, cooler if she did it, honestly, at this point. Because Darius has had his opportunities and he's just, like, yeah. or, like, the two of them, like, work together. Yeah, or something happened. But, like, if it, if it, if it like, Seth killed Lionel, I'd be so mad. Agreed. I just, like, I'm, I don't see him killing his father. Like, I think it's going to be somebody else. Yeah. Also, like, there's all, so every time they get, like, um like a vision from their mother and I wish that I had tabbed these and I don't think that I did um but for Darcy it's like find the light like you, like in the shadows like find like it it comes up a few times and then in the last prophecy it says like when the all the hope is lost in the darkest night descends remember the promises that bind um but like the dark like the darkest night comes up I think like once or twice earlier and I feel like it that like that specifically has to do with Darcy. And then the prophecy from the end of Fated Throne, when it's like the hunter will pay the price, that comes back again. Something like Lavinia says something about like needing Lance's like blood. And like that's the price that he has to pay. 
Mm -hmm. I also think it's weird. Um, it was a quote like 50% of the way through. You will pay such a price for one of you to rule. What a curse twins have when they vie for the same goal. It's just like, Tom's in the background making noises every time I say something. <laughs> Hear him at all. Thank God. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's just, but that also leads like, can they both sit on the throne together or is it gonna be like, Darcy's immortal and Tori's on the throne or like vice versa that, like I'd be very curious that wouldn't be a happy like ending if like they were separated no. they're gonna rule like they have to be together I truly believe they rule together like because it's it always says it's like one one but they always call themselves one half of a whole exactly so like I'm not like so I remember like some theories were like oh Darcy will rule the shadow realm like no she won't because that's not a happily ever after. No, it's not a happily ever after. And like again like I mean I get that there's gonna be again I know they like to torture us, but I, but they also want to please their readers like that you want your readers happy at the end of the day like we we didn't we didn't go through all this nine book series to have Darcy and like yeah like in a shadow world or as a mortal. Right. Like, like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me oh and like i mean the end of this book might end obviously on a horrible cliffhanger again because that's what they're known for but by the end of the series like they're both gonna be ruling solar like i just i'm not i don't know i'm just not worried and maybe i'm an idiot or, or in denial but like i just don't see how you can you know what's another thing to like, think about too like these girls yes they had a really rough life growing up in the mortal world but they never like the heirs do have something against them that they don't have, which is essentially they know how to handle things. Like, I mean, sure, they've never been in a battle like this. But like, they have this training that these girls have never had. And again, this is a very short time span. So, like, the fact that if they're going to be queens, and not that this is, like, again, anything to, like, boast about, like, all the shit that we're about to all go through and have gone through. But, like, when people go through war and then they, like, become something higher up, it's because they have, like, all this experience. Right. So, like, you want your queens to, like, not just come from the mortal world and all of a sudden it's like, oh, these girls have no idea how to be fae, but we're just going to give them the throne and, like, they're going to figure it out. I mean, again, that's why you have, like, your counselors and things like that, but, like, it's even better if they've been through some shit and they came out on top, which I think they keep showing time and time again. So, like, yes, there's going to be some, there's going to be a lot more shit we're going to get through, but I'm with you. Like, I'm worried, but I'm not, I'm like you. I'm not that worried. I'm worried because I just, like, know how much like turmoil is awaiting us but like that's why like the only reason why I was upset when they said that it was going to be nine books instead of eight was because like I just I'm ready for a happily ever you know like I'm ready for like vengeance I am ready for like our everyone to be safe and just like happy and the sisters write amazing epilogues where it's like 200 pages of like happily ever after epilogue and you get like three years in the future, 10 years in the future, 20 years in the future. And like, everybody is just happy and like safe. And I'm just, I, I was like, I was, I'm ready for it. Um, Same. I'm not going to complain about getting more of some of my favorite characters, yeah, but absolutely not. I'm like mentally not. It's draining. Yes. <laughs> it's really, it really. Like, we're going to be tired after reading me this book. And like staying up late because like, what we're going to go through. Yeah, like I'm, I'm exhausted. I was texting you today. I was like, I have an hour left in the audio, like audio, audio version of Heartless Scott. And I was like, I just don't want to. I don't want to continue. I was like, I have to because like 
I need the refresher and whatever. I was like, but like, I just don't, I'm, I don't want to have to relive this again. (laughs) I, there is no bigger fear than this dropping on our Kindles and me being on a flight. And again, I'm, I'm an emotional person to begin with. The girl's pregnant. So the hormones, I can cry over anything now, which is somewhat of the truth regardless. Anyways, like I'm just nervous. (laughs) I have Um, been like obsessively checking to see if it's like if it's dropped yet like I keep checking the um like the ARC team Facebook group um so Talisha she is like the PA for the sisters she said that the eighth book is her favorite so far wow but um we're hoping that we get the ARC she says hopefully on the eighth so I'm hoping I'm hoping the night of the seventh um and like we will not obviously post any spoilers because no, no. horrible human beings. Um, maybe like slight reaction, like not like reactions, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that Lance just did that. But like more of like an, oh, my God, I want to die kind of reactions. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. So, you know, stay t- I'm going to like record like probably like all my reactions and then like wait a week and then post it um to give people obviously time but I also want to do like I mean last year for Heartless Guy we did reactions and they were they were like not spoilers it was more of like a okay I'm at 20 percent and like I don't feel horrible yet (laughs) yeah Um, you're you're good at that I I don't know what I'll do I'll be in the moment I also need to figure out where I'll be when this drops um yeah I have a busy yeah I'd be real curious so we'll see how that goes but I mean I think so. I think the way that eight is gonna go is that the first like two to three hundred pages are gonna be horrible, fucking detrimental. And then I think we'll probably get like three hundred to four hundred pages of like decent, like okay, like happier moments. And then I think you know the last like fifteen percent will be turmoil again. So I think yeah, I think this book is gonna have to end on another cliffy. Because why would you end it happy and then start book nine okay and, like, have it blow up again? Right. And, like, I just, like, that's the thing. I don't know where it's going to, like, where the story's going. Like, I'm trying to piece, I try to piece it together based on, like, the little teasers that the sisters have posted, like, the little quotes that they post on, like, their Instagram and stuff. Um, Because I think one of them, it's, like, Seth is, like, back at the academy, but he's, like, by himself. Yeah, like, why? What the fuck? <laughs> Where's everyone? Where is it? Where is everyone? Why is he in school? Like, there's just, there's so much. But I feel like we have to, by the end of book eight, even though even though it's going to end, I just know it's going to end on a horrible cliffhanger. I feel like we have to have moved the plot along very far because I feel like book nine, like, it's going to be the end. So, like, I feel like it's got to be, like, it's going to be all action. And then, like, half the book is going to be epilogue. I'm praying to baby Jesus that this is the biggest book and that's it. Please don't make nine bigger. Or and like size. all plot. Correct. Correct. Because, and I'm trying to, like, remember, but I think the end of Ruthless Boys, I think it's, like, 65% is, like, the end. And then the last, like... 30% is epilogue and it's like so I'm just hoping that like so much happens in eight that like nine is just like wrapping all that up and then we're just getting like everybody POV epilogue, epilogue. 
because again, if you're going to give us so many POVs throughout this whole series, we're going to need epilogues for each of these characters. How, how amazing would it be? Because like nobody knows anything about this book, right? How amazing would it be if like book eight really does like end, like the war is over, everyone's back at the Academy because like whatever. And nine is just all happily ever after epilogues. I mean, it'd be amazing, but I really don't think that's going to (laughs) happen. No, but imagine, like... That would be terrific. Because they're like, oh, this is the craziest cliffhanger yet. Imagine if it's just, like, the war's over, the girls are queens. And, like, the next book is like, oh, here's the epilogues that we couldn't fit into this beast of a book. Here you go. (laughs) I mean, I would... That would be my top choice. (laughs) Let's manifest it. Let's manifest it, right? Even though they already wrote it and it's done. (laughs) We just need this to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, okay, how crazy would it be if I'm right, though? <laughs> Teresa Marie, I will buy you whatever you choose as a book or five, and <laughs> we will shout it out to the world. I would honestly, like, I mean, I, I know that's not what's going to happen, but I would die. I would honestly die. I would hyster- I'm, I would, I will post a video of me, his, like, hysterically cackling. If that was actually, I was gonna say, not crying. You're not saying crying. (laughs) No, I would be laughing so hard, being like, they, they fucking got us. Like they tricked us. (laughs) And like that would honestly be too far fetched. The craziest cliffhanger would be it. Would be it ending on a like the cliffhanger would be happy. You know what I mean? Like that would be the craziest cliffhanger. We'll see. I guess. I'm just gonna keep the positive oh. attitude because I I know it's not I know I'm wrong. <laughs> I mean, like you said, you really never know. Honestly, the girls have done a lot of fucked up shit in their life. They've surprised me. So I'm not I'm not gonna say never say never. You know, never say never. It could happen. You never say never to those sisters because you really don't know what you're about to get. No, you really don't. Um so I know that we all have ZA eight coming out. It drops on Sunday the eleventh. Um Yes. So we are just doing back-to-back cute kind of like holiday rom-coms. So Merry Little Meet Cute um, and then Love Light Farms back-to-back weeks. So next Wednesday and the following Wednesday right before Christmas. We're all going to need to fucking have one of those like. <laughs> exactly. Like, mind-numbing, easy, easy smut swipe. <laughs> yes. And we will be recording just like an episode about Zodiac Academy 8. We just don't know when we're going to release it. So we'll post updates to Instagram um, because we want to obviously give everybody time to read it, but we'll probably record it, I assume, as soon as we're done, just so all the reactions are like fresh. fresh. I agree. Um, But we'll probably wait maybe like a week to drop it just to give everybody um, the opportunity to read it. Yeah. But yeah, that's where that's it. I just think we need to say a prayer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding you. I was just gonna say during Game of Thrones, the final season, every episode I lit my Jon Snow prayer candle because I was like the only person that I like truly do like would not be able to like physically be okay with like something bad happening to was Jon Snow. So maybe I'll for good luck, maybe I'll start lighting my Jon Snow candle as soon as the arc drops onto the Kindle. Um and I'll say a prayer for everybody, but mostly just for Lance. Because he's the only one who I will physically be upset <laughs> if anything. Like, you can kill Tori. You can kill Darcy. I would be upset, but you can still kill her. Behead Seth. Chop Max into pieces. 
sad. Like, literally, like, throw Caleb into the rift. Darius stays dead. <laughs> Fine. World is on fire. As long as Lance is alive, I'm okay. But Lance won't be happy, Teresa. He would kill himself if anything happens, if Darcy dies. I was going to say, like, he just died, too. <laughs> but that's, like, how, like, that is how much, like, he's, like, truly, like, I want Darcy to be okay because that means that Lance is okay. Then you need to keep maybe manifesting that as well. <laughs> right. So I'm going to light my prayer candle and say my prayers. Say a few words. <laughs> um, but yeah, good oh, luck to everybody going into the eighth book. Good luck to you, your mental health. Good luck to your family, because I assume that everybody who is going to be reading this will be neglecting family, friends, and all adult Also, responses. like, you're going to be depressed probably afterwards and probably, like, I probably won't be nice to, like, Tom during reading this book because I'm going to be so distraught. If you need anybody to talk to during this difficult time, our DMs are open. We love them. We welcome them. Um, But yeah, so that's it. So good luck and see you guys on the other side. Godspeed, people. Godspeed. Godspeed. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. See you.